I want to welcome you to the 2018 Interdenominational Worship Service at ACB. And I realized that, I don't know about you, but you know, tomorrow morning, uh, on any given Sunday morning, you'll find me at, in the house of worship, praising the Lord and just thanking him for all the things that he's done. And so this just gives us an opportunity to uh, sort of get our praise on and worship him even though we're not at home. So let's just relax and be comfortable and, and consider ourselves in church. This is, this is our time to, to praise the Lord and ask him to continue to bless us even though we're not serving and celebrating in our home churches. Amen? Amen. All right. Very good. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I, I, and I, I can't do it. Who, who's, who's a good song, song leader out here? Let's, let's, let's lift up the Lord with something like uh, this little light of mine or something like that. Anybody want to jump in there and lead us off? Don't don't every don't everybody jump out at once. <laughs> I, I, I'm at the. Oh, the foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight. I This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. What I want us to do just for a second is just to kind of reflect on what I call some comfort scriptures, some comfort verses, uh, like um, the Lord is my shepherd, I, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the shadow of the, the valley, the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Comfort, comfort. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord. Trust in the Lord and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Comfort, comfort. Jesus continually said, fear not. Don't be afraid. He said, lo, I will be with you always. Isn't that com comforting? Isn't it comforting to know that we have 
a caring, loving God who sent us a caring, willing, and loving Savior. That's comfort. Just then let's just ref reflect on that. Um, Norman Dockey, would you do me a favor? Uh, do us a favor. <laughs> would you would you give us prayer? Amen. Thank you there, Brother Dalkey. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. It tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood the sinner's perfect plea. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. One more time. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. All right, all right. Um, anybody got another favorite song that we all know? <laughs> Water rain, we had Jesus. Good, I was thinking about that. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains bear all because we do not 
Jump on the second verse. <laughs> Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to So faithful, who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, I suppose we can just go a little further and uh, just kind of relax into our message for today. Um, again, I, I want to thank everybody for coming, and hopefully, uh, you know what, what we do here is just a just a, a, a small portion of what you might receive when you're at home. Uh, nothing, nothing beats being at home in your own setting and worshiping with, with uh, friends and uh, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. But we just want to share today uh, what God has, has, has given us. And hopefully what we do here today will give you a little food for thought and uh, a little inspiration as we move on and deal with the, 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 the I'm going to use a, a 25 cent word here, the vicissitudes of life, you know. <laughs> so I want to look today, uh, let's kind of explore this, this scripture uh, in the book of James uh, in the first chapter verses 2 through 4. Uh, in the NIV, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I, I, wanna, I wanna deal with the uh, subject, simply this, when trials come. When trials come. This, this epistle as penned by James, is, is the book about life. Uh, James uh, points out a number of practical applications that we can employ daily in our lives. He holds nothing back. Uh, James is very direct in what he says and what he, what, what he does. He, he, he is he points out a number of things, and he basically says there's some things that are just going to happen. Life takes all kinds of twists and turns. The question is, how will we respond? Now, this book is likened to uh, the wisdom literature uh, in the Old Testament it's sort of a New Testament Proverbs, if you will. It is viewed as such because of its 108 verses, 54 of them are packed with 
a lot of practical principles that we can apply to our everyday lives. James addresses a number of critical issues that we, that we will face, such as faith, favoritism, taming the tongue. Well, a lot of us have trouble with that one, right? <laughs> True religion, submitting to God, boasting and bragging. Uh, some of us have a little trouble with that one, too. And fervent prayer. What does he say about fervent prayer? The, 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 the prayers of the righteous availeth much. So he talks about that way over in, in, in chapter 5. But throughout this book, he, he addresses a number of issues, and he addresses them head on. And this this this. This introduction here is just an example of, of, of the kind of book that, that James penned. And in these, these opening verses here, he is direct in what he wants his readers to absorb. I believe that this, this passage has been prepared to point out for us at least three uh, major lessons. Because he, he is direct, he, he comes right at us, he does not mince words. And the, the first lesson I believe it, it, it has for us says, um, what do I do when trials come? What, what do I do when trials Well, he says it right here, he says, consider it pure joy. Now, now in, the, in the old familiar uh, King James, it says, count it all joy. I believe that the pivotal word here is when. And, I, and I, I say that because I believe that it suggests inevitability. It, 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 inevitability. Things are going to happen. There's a certainty that something is going to happen in your life. Some things in life are unavoidable. Some things are just inescapable. There are just some things that are just going to happen in your life. And, 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 and I believe James wants us to understand it. He's saying it's when, not if. Because that's what he said. That's what he said. Count it all joy when. When you encounter all kinds of trials and, 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 and tribulations. These things will come into our lives. Now, you show me a person who says that uh, they have no trials in their lives, and I'll show you a person who doesn't deal with reality very well. Huh? Trials do come. And they will come. And what James, James wants us to understand is they are come in many different ways, different styles. Uh, he said trials of, of many kinds. Uh, the King James says uh, 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 diverse temptations. We will face trials and temptations. In life, we will face difficulties, disappointment, distress, failures, some gloomy days, hardships and hurt, illness and injustice, loss and limitations, ridicule and rejection, some sadness and some sorrow. You may be going through something right now. I know I am. You may just have come out of a trying situation. But be assured that it's not over yet. For as long as we live, there's going to be something going on in our lives. But 
if you've if you've if you know that you've come out of one, you know you can go through another. Have you ever been uh, in a period of life when everything is just rolling along really smoothly, but you wake up one morning and your whole life changes? All it takes is one phone call, one doctor's visit, walking into work, could be a family member, could be friends and loved ones, could be some social group. Yeah, sometimes you get some, some trials and tribulations even in your social groups. A professional affili affiliation, yeah, your, your job, it could be job related. Uh, and, and sadly enough, even in church, you will face trials. That's what James wants us to understand. You will face trials. So, so I hear y'all asking me a question here. So you say, what, what do I do when trials come? That, that, that was the header here, wasn't it? He, he says it right here. Consider it pure joy or count it all joy. I hear y'all saying, I hear y'all asking me another question. How do I do that? How can I have joy in the midst of trials? How can one have joy in the midst of trouble or temptation? How can I have joy in these trying times? Well, let's look at let's look at joy a little bit. Let's let's and, and, and we have to be careful because we don't want to get joy confused with happiness. Sometimes we do that. I, I would submit to you that happiness is tied to our circumstances. Oh, you might say, this makes me happy, or this particular thing makes me happy, that particular thing makes me feel good, or uh, Gives me, gives me this sense of, of satisfaction. Uh, gives me some gladness and delight. You know, and this thing really exhilarates me. I feel really good with this particular thing. But when those circumstances change, I'm not happy anymore. But joy, joy, while it's similar, is, it is somewhat different. Joy does have an emotional component, but it goes much deeper than that, I believe. It goes much deeper than just pure happiness. This kind of joy, this kind of feeling, comes only from the Lord. Note he says here, pure joy. All joy, my brothers. Uh, which suggests to me that he's talking to fellow, fellow believers in Christ. Because if you go back to verse 1, he, talk, he talks to, to the tribes that are scattered. These are, he wants this letter to get to all of the, 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 the believers, but who were scattered all over the nation at that time. These are believers in Christ. So he says, count it all joy because he knew that they were going through some rough times simply because they believed in Christ. And so don't be mistaken that today, even in today's world, if you are a believer in Christ, you may have to suffer some for that. You may be ridiculed simply because you believe in Christ. So he says, count it all joy when trials come. So, so when trials do come, there's a peace that I feel that comes from the gladness that springs up from deep down inside because of my relationship with Christ. 
Now that's something that, that, that's not easily attained, but it simply comes from that relationship with Christ. Now I'm, I'm gonna give y'all a, a little example. This is a small example. Uh, uh, last month, early, early, early last month, I was, I, was, I was sitting at the breakfast table, uh, eating a big bowl of oatmeal, one of my favorite breakfasts, and, and, and the phone rings. And uh, I pick up the phone, hello. And the voice on the other end said, Mr. Mike. I said, oh, this is the young man who coaches my beat baseball team. I said, yeah, well, what's going on? He says, well, I'm over here at the funeral home. Says, uh, my, my, my cousin just got killed Saturday night, so we're planning the funeral. Says, uh, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to you know, coach, every, do everything when we go for the team when we go to San Antonio on Saturday. You know, and immediately my spirit kind of fell because when you take it on the whole, that meant I had to do everything. I had to do, make all of the decisions, make sure all the guys were there, make sure we, the transportation was right, we, everybody gets there, uh, um, make the on-field decisions, uh, make sure everybody got fed, the whole nine yards. Uh, I relinquished that duty about five or six years ago. You know? <laughs> and, and, and this guy is good at what he does. And so my spirit was down for a while. But I thought about this scripture. And I was able to just put it all together. And, and, it, and, it, and, and, and just rely on the Lord. I was not, you know how, how when you, when you when, when pressure is on you, you know, you, you, you tend to tense up. I, I relaxed. I prayed about it and asked the Lord to just let happen what happens, and he did. We got to San Antonio. We had a successful tournament. Got back home safely. Ended up, I had plenty of help. Everybody pitched in, and things turned out. Fairly well. I say fairly well because we didn't win all of our games. But anyway. <laughs> but, but there is a contentment that lasts through circumstances. That's what joy is. Peace in the midst of problems. Calm in the midst of calamity. Being soothed in the midst of sorrow. Tranquility in the midst of trials. This joy, this kind of joy comes only from Jesus. It comes from Jesus and watch this, he wants us to have it. Come here John, John 15, 11. He says, he says, I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy may be complete. Jesus wants us to have his joy and he wants our joy to be complete. So if Jesus wants us to have joy, and he wants us, wants our joy to be complete, this joy that comes from him means that I should be able to deal with the trials of life that come my way. Because I have a constant consciousness toward Jesus. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, y'all? I have a constant consciousness toward him. So then, let me, let me, y'all been asking me questions. Let me ask y'all a question. Why do we, I'm include myself in here, spend more energy toiling in our trials rather than trusting in God? See, that, 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 that's where it is right there. We spend more time toiling in our trials, 
focusing on the situation rather than trusting in God. If we spent more time trusting in God, we could get through our trials in a much better way. That's what I believe James wants us to see right here. That's what he's saying by count it all joy. Consider it pure joy when, when you're faced with many kinds of, of trials because you don't know when, where, or how things are going to happen. But he says trust in God. Trust in the joy that Jesus has given you. And you can get through those. Now, watch this. So I hear y'all asking me another question. The second part, the second part. Uh, uh, why do trials come? Well, James tells us right, right here in, in, in verse 3. It says, because you know that the testing of your faith, and I'm going to stop right there, the testing of, of your faith. Trials come to test or try our faith. There's a process, a process here, and that process has a purpose. It begins with the testing of our faith. Now, not talking about saving faith here. We're talking about what I call walking faith. And a, a friend of mine, another preacher friend of mine, calls it shoe leather faith. It, it's that day-to-day Activity. It's the day-to-day -day faith that you place in, in, in the Lord. As you walk through life, it's, it, that's the kind of faith. You, he says, you've already uh, uh, professed Christ. So I want you to show some faith. As you encounter problems, as you face trials and, and tribulations, as you wade through the changing circumstances of life, it takes faith to get up every time you've been knocked down and you have to get up and dust yourself off and keep on going. It takes faith to do that. He says, you've already professed Christ as Savior. Now, let's see how you walk with him. It's like he's saying you got to prove your faith daily. The key word there, daily, by the way you walk in life. How are you going to handle it? How are you going to deal with it? Paul says in, in, in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5, he says, test yourself. Examine yourself to see whether you be in the faith. So, so it's a constant testing of ourselves. It's a constant uh, reviewing of, 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 of how, how am I doing? How am I doing, Lord? How, how, what's going on? How am, I, how, how am I measuring up? Do the same things that upset me or that tripped me up or made me walk away from your commandments five years ago or two years ago or even a, six months ago. Do those same things have the same effect on me? Have I, or have I grown or am I trusting you more? In other words, do you want a cheap salvation where there's no individual responsibility? Or are you serious about walking with Jesus? Are you serious about being Christ-like in your life? If so, I believe, I just, I just believe that if so, then we, we will look at trials differently. We will see things differently and we will know, we will come, to the, come to, the, to the conclusion that each trial is an intentional part of the process that God has planned for our lives. 
It's intentional. So it sort of gives us a different perspective on, on when things happen to us. The process, watch this, is designed to grow our faith and to develop our patience. Because in the verse he says, he says, he says, for you know that the, the, the testing of your faith develops perseverance or patience. This patience that comes from growing faith is the ability to trust God more in any kind of trial, when, when any kind of trial comes. Let's say it this way. It's, it's the ability to trust God while persevering through problems, enduring the hardships they bring without complaining. Trusting God Persevering and enduring without complaining. Uh, is that easy to do? Y'all, y'all, yeah. <laughs> be honest with me now. Uh, I, I know it's not easy, but I believe it's valuable to the process. Uh, be honest with y'all. What's the first thing we do when we, when we encounter trials and troubles and, and hard situations? Sometimes we get angry, huh? Panic. We, we get we angry. We sulk. We whine. We, we yeah, yeah. And after we do all of that, then we might try to reach some sort of solution. And chances are, when we try to fix things ourselves, we make a. We make a mess of it. We make bad decisions. And sometimes uh, bad choices and bad decisions lead to sin. And that's not, that's not what God has planned for our lives. We, we, we do those things because of our own evil desires. And that's just the flesh. And when we try to fix those things, we are drawn away from the commandments and the precepts and, and, and statutes of God. James says, be patient. James says, withstand the test. James says, trust in God. All right. All right. I hear, I hear another question. I hear another question coming from y'all. So, so, so the process is the testing of our faith. So I hear y'all saying, what's the purpose? Where is God? So, so, so if you're going through the process, uh, while God is, allows these trials to come in our lives, to test our faith, to develop our patience. But this process has a purpose. Says it right there in verse 4. That you might be mature and complete, lacking nothing. That you might be mature, lacking nothing. But the first part of that verse says, talks about that patience or perseverance, or however you want to use that, whichever word, we can use them interchangeably here. Patience or, or, or perseverance must finish its work. That's the process. Patience has to finish its work. Some people don't take as long to mature as others. And some people take a long time. They have to go through some things. They have to have more hard knocks than others. You know, some of us are more hard-headed than others. Some of us just don't see things quite clearly as others. Some, uh, sometimes it takes a long time so that we can see just what God is up to in our lives. 
And that's why I like what I called seasoned saints. They, 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 these are folks that have been through some things in their lives. They've, they've had some, some, some experiences. They've seen some things. And over time, they've learned to trust in God. Their faith grew over all of that time. Their patience was developed. They endured lots and lots of trials. And when patience finished its work, there stood a mature saint, complete and lacking nothing. In other words, in other words, there's an assurance, there's a confidence that whatever befalls me, God is with me. No matter what may come my way, no matter what, what happens in life, my life is in your hands. I know I can make it. I know that I can take it. Whatever may come my way, my life is in your hands. Can you say that to the Lord today? No matter what comes my way, my life is in your hands. Paul says it like this in, in, in Ephesians. He says, he says that we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ Jesus. That is our goal, y'all, to grow up into him. That is our aim. That's our purpose, to reach the stature of the fullness of Christ. Was, was, was he not tempted in every way? Was he not tested? Was he not ridiculed and rejected? Was he not mocked and misused? Was he not beaten, battered, and bruised? Didn't they drive those nails in his hands on that old rugged cross? But he did it. He endured it so that we wouldn't be lost. Oh, they plunged that spear in his side. But he hung his head and died. For me and for you. That's what Jesus did for us. And so if he endured the cross for me and for you, he died that we might live. And so if he did all of that and he, and he implores us still to trust in God, that's what he wants us to do. He sacrificed his life and all he asks us to do is to be a living sacrifice for him he, he, he didn't ask us to die he asked us to live a life that looks like him and the only way we can do that is to trust trust in him he says and, and, and we mentioned it earlier and that and when i was talking about comfort scriptures Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding, but, but, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. All God wants us to do is to trust in him. And the trials will come, but we can have joy even in the midst of those trials because we know where, where the victory comes. We know who holds the, the, the victory in his hands. See, we can be victorious Christians because of who we serve. We can be victorious Christians because of who we worship. No matter what trials come in our lives, the Bible tells us that God is with us. Jesus said it. He said it. You know, I, I, my peace I give you, not as the world give you. But it's a peace that comes from heaven.
We have a link because of our relationship. We have a link to God because of our relationship with Christ. So my, th- my, 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 my parting thought for, you, for everybody is to trust in God through your trials. Instead of toiling in your trials, trust in God, and you can triumph over your trouble. And the people of God said amen. amen. I don't know that if, if somebody, is there, if there's somebody who doesn't know Christ, you know, we're, we're always happy to bring you to a, a saving relationship with him. See, everybody can't, everybody can't have this kind of joy. Everybody can't have this kind of peace. It only comes through knowing Christ. So we, we, we offer Christ to you today. And, and for, if anybody, for anybody who's willing. But also, I want to pray for, 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 all, for all of us. But we all, I know, everybody I know has, has something in your life that, 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 that gives you some discomfort. So I want to I wanna offer a prayer for, 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 for the trials that, that you may be going through. Uh, or for the trials that may be lurking around the corner. Uh, because, you know, as long as we live, there's going to be some kind of discomfort or, or, or some kind of distress that comes in our lives. I, ju- I just want to lift up, lift up a prayer to, to, to God so that we can, we, we can have more confidence and experience the joy of Jesus. Can, can, can we do that? Can we do that? All right, all right, let's go to God in prayer. E- Eternal God, we thank you, Lord, for being the kind of God that you are. Lord, you're, you're, you're all-knowing. You're, you're all-powerful. You're a loving and faithful God. The, the Bible continue, continuously talks about your unfailing love. And so... We, we just revel in the fact that we know you are a loving, a kind, a generous, and a patient God. Because we don't always get it right. And we struggle. And things come into our lives that we can't handle and we don't even understand. But we know that if we trust you, Lord, you can bring us through even the hardest of times. Lord, some of us have some family issues. Some of us have some financial issues. Some of us have some, just some personal issues. And so we want to right now, Lord, learn to lean on you and trust you that your will will be done in our lives that you'll bring us through these trials, these tribulations, these periods of discomfort and distress. Because on the other side of that, Lord, we know that we'll have a testimony. We can share with someone else. We can strengthen someone else to build them up in Christ. Oh God, bless us and keep us as we go forward. Strengthen us. Give us that kind of joy that comes only from Jesus through knowing him and having a a righteous relationship with him. Thank you, Lord. Keep us, bless us. In In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, one more song, y'all. Let's let's sing. Let's sing. Let's sing. This is the that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. Them will be blessed. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. 
This is the day that the Lord has made. One more time. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen, everybody. Again, thank y'all for coming. Hopefully, uh, you've got an encouraging word, I'm hoping. Remember, trust the Lord in your trials, and he'll bring you through it. All right. All right. Amen, everybody. Brother George. Gospel saying, yeah.